Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are my number one priority. And the business is insanely important to me, but it, it is not as important to me as you. Uh, I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my beloved wife, Lisa Bilyeu. What's up? Hello. So, welcome to the show, everybody. All right, so this question comes from YouTube again, from Kunal Sutha. What do you think, uh, sorry, what do you think when you get caught up between partner's expectations and your responsibility towards work at the same time? I get choked up and my partner and I end up in a verbal spat. Well, it's super well done to you for being aware of what's happening. Like ending up in the verbal spat is not ideal. Ending up in the verbal spat not knowing how or why you ended up there is really bad. So we can live with ending up there when you've got some self-awareness around why you've ended up there. And I think that's a really, really important distinction to make. So bravo to you. Um, now that you know it, you want to start working to unwind that. And I will say that I was thinking about that this morning. Hmm. So this morning I was really annoyed that your microbiome is demanding so much of my time and attention. And then I thought, wait a second, because there's so many other things I could be learning to push the business forward. And I thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is how I know it's real when I say that you are my number one priority. And the business is insanely important to me, but it, it is not as important to me as you. And so time allocation is one of those ways, man. You find out like what's really going on because the business could be growing faster if I took the time that I spend trying to learn about the microbiome. And the funny thing was I found myself going, well, but also we're going to do like health theory and so it's all important. And I said, no, even if it wasn't, I mm -hmm. would still be doing it because the truth is seeing you suffer with that is not okay for me. And I accept responsibility for solving the problem. And so that requires that I put that time and energy and reframing it in my mind like that was like, so like my stress levels just dropped to nothing. It's like, this is my value system at work. Mm. And so, yeah, like be completely comfortable with it. So you need to, dear person asking the question, you need to really know like what your value system is and does that relationship. And by the way, there is no right answer. This right. Is the, you don't have a moral imperative to make the relationship your number one. You just need to be honest about what your value system mm -hmm. is. If your value system is the business above all, then let the other person know that's your value system. Act in accordance with it. Maybe that ends the relationship. But if your value system is the business over everything, then what does it matter? And 
if your value system is the relationship over everything, then you need to act in accordance with that. Stop being annoyed when there are those moments of collision. Make sure that the person is getting the time and attention that they need. And it doesn't mean that you swing everything over to that way. Part of what allows me to put the amount of time and energy into that that I do is because you're so understanding with everything else. Like, both of us this morning, I was like, I'm starting to feel the burn. We haven't had a lot of time to spend together over the last couple of weeks. I'm feeling the burn. I really wanted you to join me in the shower this morning, but our timing was off. Hey, TMI, perhaps, but... Um, but we actually use the shower as just hanging out time. Yeah, 100%. So, and it doesn't hurt my feelings that you get in the shower without any clothes on. So um, that is like one of those things where... I'm feeling the burn now. Yeah. And so I, I thought, whoa, when I feel the burn, I know that you've been feeling the burn for even longer. Yeah. So um, I don't remember why I started that. I started thinking about you in the shower, which is very distracting to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you, oh, the just prioritizing the time. Like yeah. you're so giving with letting, you know, two weeks go where it's like, okay, I really have to, in an acute, like, time frame here I really have to push 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 taking a lot of time that would otherwise mm. um, be our time uh, and because of that it's like the other stuff is very easy to give 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 um, to make sure that it remains in my number one position <laughs> if it, you were just like always demanding more and more and more right. and it was like this huge chasm between you and then the business and I was never able to get the business going and all that that wouldn't sit well with me yeah, and I think that really identifying what the partner's expectations are, like get really concrete. Like we, can't, we do treat it as a business in the sense of how we approach things. Like write down what are all of her expectations of you and of the relationship. Is it quality time together? Is it um, texting more often? Like what are her expectations? Be on the same page, right? Can, then you can write it out. Then there's no surprise. Okay, this is what is expected from me. This is what expected from her. And then what are all your responsibilities at work? Right, because he says that it's kind of um, his responsibilities at work at the same time, like he doesn't know how to balance them. Um, write down all those responsibilities as well and then prioritize each of them. Um, and then have each other responsible for a role, right? So that I'm, we've agreed, I'm the one that's responsible for always making sure we reconnect. You're driving the business, you're go, go, go. So we've just come to it, you know, because I feel the burn much quicker than you do. So you're not gonna read my mind. So it made sense for me to be the one who can wave the flag when we start to, you know, not spend much time together. So I'm responsible for that. And then you're always very honest about their way, then where you stand within the company and what your responsibilities are for that week or what you have to do. And then we find that medium. And it's in that communication that I think allows us to then to not get into massive heated fights because we come to a conclusion together. So for instance, um, I remember once where I was going through a really, really hard time and you had this big business trip and you said, baby, I have to go. And I said, I need you to stay. And I remember that because I was like, I'm not gonna, like this is one of those moments where I have to vocalize. I can't just right. be like, no, it's fine, baby. Like it really meant a lot to me. And I know I had to tell you. I need you to stay. But you had to tell me you have to go. And that you had, you know, so we literally sat there and we're like, I'm like, you have to say, and you're like, I have to go. And we spoke about it. And I said every reason why I needed you. And you told me every reason why you had to go. And we came to a conclusion that you going was the right thing. And then in exchange for that, when you got back, I needed two full days of your time, right? We kind of, right. we did like a negotiation. 
where it's like, because I so understood for your identity, you had to go. If you didn't go, I knew that ultimately, um, even if you tried not to, you would have maybe have been resentful to me because again, it's about your identity. And I'm never going to ask you to be somebody that you're not. Um, and so we came to that conclusion. So we really do just discuss what are the expectations, what are the boundaries, and then how do we make it work mm. for each situation? So important. Yeah. Oh, man. And I remember exactly what you're talking about. And thank God I went. Yeah. Thank God you did too. But, <laughs> and um, here's the thing. Like, for me. It, this is the advanced class stuff, right? So because... Yeah. On paper, it seemed like, well, wait a second, if the relationship is your highest priority and they come into conflict and your wife's saying she needs you to go and she's never abusive about that. And so she says it and you still go like, right. you know, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but on one hand, you had something that was not just time sensitive. There was only one chance ever to get it right. And it would echo through my business life forever. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was the super acute, it means you're going to suffer by yourself for two days, but barring me dying in a plane crash, like I'll be back and then Why? we'll be able to make up for that time. So the, the one was it, the, the opportunity never would come again. And it wasn't even just a positive opportunity. It was reputation protective. Mm -hmm. I needed to I needed to do something in order to show everybody who knew what was going on in that situation. Like I needed to show them who I am. Yeah. Um, and I knew that that would resonate not only with me, but it would resonate with other people. It would inoculate me from future things. So it was, and you were very, very And then for me, it was identity too, right? It's I'm put in this situation where I need you because I'm, I'm emotionally, God, I don't want to say unstable, but I was definitely in emotional turmoil. Right. And at that moment. At that moment, right. And so I was very honest with you about how I was feeling that I was in this emotional turmoil and that I needed you there. But I also recognize my identity is that... I need to also self-soothe, right? If I'm just always turning to you as my crutch and I will fall apart without you, then I, I don't find pride in that either. Mm. So I'm like, okay, what is my identity? My identity is that I've been very honest, so never test somebody, right? I didn't test you and be like, fine, you're going to go, go. And then see if he yeah, stayed or not. Great point. I don't test. So I was very honest. And then when you didn't reciprocate with what I wanted, I thought... My identity is I support you 100% and I support you understanding what you need to do for yourself and for the business. And so now if I'm coming in conflict with that, it's actually the opposite to what I identify as being that supportive partner and wife. So if I can just maintain or somehow bring down my emotions over two days, when you come back, I'll be able to have that time with you. Um, but also the key is not to be resentful once you've made that decision. Because that's another thing. Like if you had gone and then you came back and I was just like moody, like, oh no, I'm fine now. It's fine. Right? Like the, either yeah. the silent treatment or the stroppiness or hold it against you and keep bringing it up as like a weapon. Like, yeah, but you didn't stay with me. So I need you to do this. Like that. Yeah. It's like going back to the dust settling. Like once we've made a decision, you need to flip that switch in your mind and say, this is what we're going to do. And that when he comes back, I'm going to be very clear with you what I need. You're going to have to switch your phone off. Like I need your time. And then I'm going to need you to respect me back because, you know, or respect with that decision that, okay, this is what she needs. I've gone away. And now even if I've got a ton of work to do, I've recognized what she's given to this decision. And I'm going to switch my phone off and you then not hold it against me. 
You know how when a kid is just so cute, you say you want to eat them? Yeah. Like right now, I want to eat you. Like (laughs) that answer is so important. And I hope people really heard this. Like, dude, the way that you support, the way that you've got the emotional intelligence to know I can't ever use this as a weapon, um, to not be resentful or stroppy when I get back. Like, oh my God, like that's so important. That's and it's so important to know that's not naturally me. It's not naturally anybody. But that's what, I, like, it's, that these are skills and tips and tricks that you can absolutely cultivate over time. And so it's, it's not easy for me. I have to remind myself sometimes I slip, but it's important to always remember what you're trying to get to, to get there. Um, I'm going to say a very quick little story um, based on that, and then we can... I think actually time's almost up. Um, But based on understanding expectations of each other and how you communicate, the one thing we did is when you work a lot, as the other half, which maybe other people can relate to this, um, if they're really busy, like I would text you and you'd put K as an answer. (laughs) Not okay, just the letter K. Um, Or I'd call you and you'd ignore my calls because you're in a meeting or something. And so I started to feel like I wasn't um, being prioritized or like, why are you being rude to me? And so we had a discussion about like what my expectations were from you and what yours was from me. And you're like, look, I can't answer your phone if you're just calling me to figure out, hey babe, what do you want for dinner? Like we need a system that knows when you really need to speak to me, I'm gonna be there for you no matter what. But if you're just asking me a question and I'm busy to grow the company, to grow our vision, to grow where we wanna go, you need to respect that I'm not gonna answer you to the phone. And when I say K, it doesn't mean that I don't love you, I absolutely do, but that's my way of needing to communicate with you for speed's sake. So what are the things that are gonna make you feel okay, this is what you said to me, that makes you feel loved, but at the same time doesn't then suck up my time and now we're you know, taking steps backwards. So we had a whole decision of like, okay, if I need you, because you kept ignoring my calls, like I just wanna like say hi or I've got a quick question. It was, if it's urgent, you call three times. So call number one and you don't answer it means that you're busy. Call number two, if you don't answer it, it means that you're really busy. Call number three means you better answer it, whether you're with the president of the United States or not, because I need you. And that's where I know I really do have the, um, what's the word? I guess the chip to to place. Like, I need you. I need you to to stop work because I give up my life um, for what we're doing. And so that third call is I have to answer it immediately. And I think I've used that maybe twice in our entire... I can only remember once. 15-year relationship, maybe. maybe. Um, Where our dog um, had a mouse in its mouth, like crunching down on it. (laughs) I was freaking out. I was huddled in the corner, like shaking, like, he's got a mouse, oh my God. And he's growling at me and he's barking at me. And I called you three times. And you didn't even ask why. I was like, babe, I need you to come home right now. And you're like, I'm on my way. Oh my God, is everything okay? I said, yeah, but I need you. He's got a mouse in his mouth. And you're like, I'm there. And I think you were even in a meeting. And, in a meeting. and you dropped the phone and you came. Now, the funny thing to this story is it wasn't a mouse. It was a toy mouse. <laughs> it was a cat toy that my dog happened to have found. But in that moment, you proved yourself. You didn't like hesitate. Yeah. I told you I needed you. So going back to this question about expectations and work restrictions, yeah. like have those rules in place because that way I'm not abusive of them. I never ring you three times in a row. But even if I thought it was pathetic, I was like, 
I'm not going to stand here with the, our dog with a freaking real mouse in his mouth. Well, that and that was the first time that he went from being your son to being a dog because he never growled at you. He never growled at you. Yeah, I was so emotionally you were heartbroken yeah, was. and grossed out, and it was so. So the flip side of that story is phone rings once. I'm in a meeting. Phone rings once. I'm like, all right, phone ring. Phone rings twice. Now I'm on alert because is this going to be the time where it goes through? And then you called the third time, and I was like. Holy shit. I said, guys, forgive me. I have to take this call. Then you explain. All you said was, I need you to come home right now. And I said, guys, um, this isn't going to make any sense, but I have to go right now. And they were like, <laughs> okay, no problem. Hung up, boom, dash out. And then by the time I got there, he had let go of the mouse and you were freaking out and it's out on the balcony. Oh God, he was chewing on it. And I go out there and I'm like, wow, there's no blood. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> And like I get closer and closer and then I'm like, I think that's a toy and I pick it up and I'm like, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. So I was like, the one time my wife has ever used the like bat phone and it's for a cat toy. A cat toy, yeah. It was awesome. Um, Yeah. But the takeaway message is like, just have those discussions. What are the rules for both of you? Like, how do you balance it? How do you, because you made me feel special, right? I know now that if I need you, I've got the power to to get your attention. Um, And so I don't feel like if you ignore me the first time or the second time now that it's a personal thing. Because you know you're in power. You can make the third call if you decide at your sole discretion Right. and that I will pick up. And to your earlier point about how you then have to be super understanding, not beat the other person up. When I came and found that it was a cat toy, I wasn't like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I was in a meeting. How would you call three times over a cat toy? Right. I was like, one, first of all, I laughed and then was like 100%. If you felt you needed me in that moment, regardless of how right. it comes out, like you felt you needed it. You've never been abusive. And so it ended up being a very positive, fun, funny story. I didn't come unglued or say, I can't believe you did this. It was, I just knew that while it was a false alarm, like in the moment, it was very real for you. Mm